Welcome to the podcast of Woburn Baptist Church. We hope that you enjoy listening to the sermons and other audio provided by us. Feel free to share what you find here, and we hope that it will be beneficial to you as you seek to know and follow Christ. The words to the song that we sang, No, Not One, I want to point out to uh, verse um, 2 says, no friend like him is so high and holy. No, not one, no, not one. And yet no friend is so meek and lowly. No, not one, no, not one. Jesus is high and exalted and holy, and yet he is also so meek and lowly. Last week, we looked at the transfiguration of Jesus. Jesus went up on a mountain, and his three disciples came with him, John and Peter and James. And Jesus showed his glory and how high and holy he is. He lifted the veil to let them get just a peek of who he was. And his face shined just even brighter than Moses did when he came down off the mountain. It shined like the sun and Jesus' clothes were white, shining. That passage we looked at last week showed Jesus for how great and high and holy he is. It shows us the God that he is. But Jesus was both God and man in One, fully God and fully man. It would not do to to look at last week. And as I said, Jesus lifted the veil so that we could see who he was. It would not do to say that that Jesus only appeared to be a man. That like somehow he was God and he just had a costume on, and he only appeared to be man. No, he was fully God, yet fully man in one. He was, he really did leave the the pleasures and the comforts of heaven with his father, and he became a man, and he became lowly, and he dwelled among sinners like us. This week, the the miracle that we're going to look at is is something that emphasizes Jesus' humanity. Last week, it emphasized Jesus' godhood. But this week, we, we see something about his humanity. Jesus came down from the mountain with his disciples and he was met by this crowd. And among the crowd was a man who was calling out, Have mercy, Lord, on my son. He's an epileptic. And sometimes he he throws himself into the fire. And your disciples, they've tried to heal him, but they couldn't do it. Jesus, he heals this, this boy. And he rebukes his disciples for their little faith. 
And he says, that nothing shall be impossible for them. If they have the faith of a mustard seed, they'll be able to move mountains. How does this emphasize his humanity? Well, Jesus was telling his disciples that the miracle that he was about to do was something that they themselves were able to do on the authority that he had given them. The miracle that he was about to do was something that was not one of the uh, prerogatives of his deity, but it was something that he was able to do as a man. And then, after he shares that, he begins to talk about his death. Again, emphasizing his humanity. He had just shown himself for who he was. Exalted, high, this shining face. And after he performs this miracle, he begins to talk about how he's going to die. About how he will suffer and be betrayed. But on the third day, rise again. Let's read the scripture text. Matthew chapter 17. Matthew chapter 17, starting in verse 14. And when they came to the crowd, a man came up to him and kneeling before him said, Lord, have mercy on me, on my son. For he is an epileptic and he suffers terribly. For often he falls into the fire and often into the water. And I brought him to your disciples and they could not heal him. And Jesus answered, O faithless and twisted generation, how long am I to be with you? How long am I to bear with you? Bring him here to me. And Jesus rebuked the demon, and it came out of him. And the boy was healed instantly. Then the disciples came to Jesus privately and said, Why could we not cast it out? He said to them, Because of your little faith. Truly I say to you, if you have faith like the grain of mustard seed, you will say to this mountain, move from here to there, and it will move, and nothing will be impossible for you. As they were gathered in Galilee, Jesus said to them, the Son of Man is about to be delivered into the hands of men, and he will kill him, and they will kill him, And he will be raised on the third day. And they were greatly distressed. Let's pray. Father, we we thank you that Jesus was both fully God and fully man. And Father, we pray now that you would open our eyes and open our ears and help us to see And to behold you. Lord, I pray that you would be with me. Frail sinner. Whom you have called a friend. Help me. By your grace, enable me to preach your word this morning. In Jesus' name, amen.
He came down the mountain, and a man came up kneeling before him. Kneeling. He was longing, longing to see his son healed. He, he had lived with his son who had had this problem for who knows how long. And he had suffered and he had struggled with this problem of epilepsy. Just like the song said, None else could heal all our soul's diseases. No, not one. No, not one. Jesus knows all about our struggles. and He will guide till the day is done. There's not a friend like the lowly Jesus. No, not one. No, not one. He knows about our struggles. He knows about the pain and the suffering that this man's son had been struggling with. He goes on to describe the, the struggle and the pain, he often would fall into the fire. Imagine that. You have a disease, it cause you to lose control of your bodily functions, and maybe you would burn yourself. Amy's mother is epileptic. Due to an injury she had as a child. Was there ever a time whenever she was burned? Yes. Mm an iron on her arm one time because she had a seizure. It's the kind of the disease that that epilepsy can be. And sometimes he would fall into the water, dangerous, dangerous things that would happen to him because of his disease. This father wanted to see his son healed and he had heard about Jesus and he had heard about the disciples and he brings his son to the disciples and he asked them to heal They couldn't do it. This is kind of a surprise probably to them and to us. You see, in Matthew chapter 10, Jesus gave his disciples the authority to cast out demons and to heal every kind of disease. He gave them that authority. They had gone about a ministry. We're going two by two throughout the land to all the lost sheep of the house of Israel, and they were performing these same miracles that Jesus was performing. They were performing casting out demons and healing every kind of disease. And yet they come to this one and they are perplexed. Why can't we heal this one? Jesus says it's because of their faithlessness. Jesus answered, O faithless and twisted generation, how long am I to be with you? How long am I to bear up with you? Bring him here to me. And Jesus healed this young one. It was more than what the disciples knew about. This man brought his son thinking he only had a disease. Jesus cast out a demon. came out of him and the boy was healed instantly. And then his disciples began to ask him, why couldn't we do it? 
He says to them, because of your little faith. He's said that about the disciples before. When they were afraid, when they were out on the boat and the storm was raging, Peter stepped out onto the water to walk with Jesus, and yet he got his eyes on other things. And he began to sink, and Jesus said, Oh, you of little faith. Same thing here. They didn't have faith. For truly I say to you, if you have faith like a grain of mustard seed, you will say to this mountain, move from here to there, and it will move. There's, there's a little bit of a problem in understanding what this is. I think this text has been abused by some the prosperity preachers who say that God always wants His people all to, always to be healthy and wealthy, never to have any problems. And if you have problems, if you're sick, if you uh, don't have resources, then it's because you just don't have enough faith. That is heresy. Anybody who preaches that is not preaching the gospel. What does this mean? Charlene was talking about it whenever she read the scriptures this morning. We, she read from, uh, from uh, Genesis chapter 15, verses 1 through 6. And at the very end of it, we get a definition of Old Testament faith. Abraham believed God, and it was credited to him as righteousness. Faith always in the Bible has something that the faith is in. When we have faith in Jesus to save us, we are not just having a general faith, oh, I believe it strongly enough, period. No, we have faith in a person. We have faith in Jesus and in what He did on the cross to save us from our sins. We have faith in in something, in someone. Abraham, whenever he was promised that God would give him a son, Isaac, from his own body, Abraham believed God and it was credited to him as righteousness. The faith that we are called to have is the faith of Abraham. It's a faith that believes God and believes His Word. So here is is the issue here with the disciples. Jesus had given them the authority to go and cast out demons and to heal every disease. He'd given them that authority. And yet they didn't believe the word of Jesus. In this case, they came... And and maybe they were just so used to it just happening automatically every time because Jesus had given them that authority and this time they were perplexed because they were so used to doing it in their own power and in their own efforts that they had forgotten it's all about believing in the promises of God. Jesus here tells us 
We can do anything if we have the faith of a mustard seed. Mustard seed's pretty small. Jesus rebuked his disciples for having little faith. And yet he then turns around and says, if you just have a little faith, little faith, proper faith, properly faith in what God has promised. It only takes a little when your faith is placed in the right place, in God's word. And you can move mountains. If God has promised to give us the authority to do something, we can believe that what God has said He will do. We don't just have enough faith that God is going to give me a Ferrari. (laughs) That, That God is going to give me everything that I want. That's not biblical faith. Biblical faith holds on to the promise of God's word that God takes care of the birds and he feeds them and he will not let you go. If he takes care of birds, he will take care of you. God is not giving us the license to just say, if I just believe anything strong enough, I can have it. He's saying here, if you believe in what I have promised, then you can do anything that I have promised. Verse 22. And they were gathered in Galilee. Jesus said to them, The Son of Man is about to be delivered into the hands of men. And they will kill him, and he will be raised on the third day. And they were greatly distressed. They still had small faith, didn't they? Jesus was talking about what he was about to do. He was talking about the fact that he was about to be betrayed into the hands of wicked men. That, they, that he was going to be crucified. That he was then going to rise again. And the disciples were troubled by that. Jesus had shown them before in the scriptures the promises that the Messiah was going to have to suffer and be crucified and be raised from the dead. Yet they were troubled when Jesus began to talk that way. We can be like that. Jesus promised suffering. Jesus promised trials would come into our lives. And we can be shaken. We can be troubled, just like these disciples. But we must believe God. We must believe, just like they should believe Jesus whenever he says, I will be raised from the dead. And then later, they were able to see that he was raised from the dead. When we face trouble, when we face sickness, cancer, injuries, lost loved ones, discouragement, 
Whatever we face, it can shake us and think, make us think, oh, I'm a, I'm a believer and this just shouldn't be happening to me. No, Jesus promised that we would have difficulty. In this world, you will have trouble, but I'll give you my peace, Jesus says to us. Jesus was handed over to men to be killed. And he rose again on the third day. And after he rose, he appeared to many witnesses, showing that he had been risen from the dead. And before he ascended into heaven, he said something about authority. Again, the end of the Gospel of Matthew, he says, Matthew 28, verse 18, And Jesus came and said to them, All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Go therefore and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all that I have commanded you. And behold, I am with you always to the end of the age. The disciples had trouble casting out that demon because they did not believe. They didn't believe even though Jesus had told them, I'm giving you authority to cast out demons. They didn't believe and they couldn't cast the demons out. Jesus says here in Matthew 28, and I'll keep coming back to this from time to time. He has been given all authority in heaven and on earth. And on the basis of the authority that was given to him, he tells us, go and make disciples of all nations. Teaching them, baptizing them, teaching them to observe, observe everything that I have commanded you. What is the mission of a church? What is the mission of Woburn Baptist Church? It is the Great Commission. We are to make disciples. That is the mission that Jesus gave the early disciples. That is the mission that He has given to us. We are to make disciples. How do we know that this will be possible for us? We must believe in the promise of God. Not in our own self, not in our own labors, not in the labors of my hands. As the song says, we're not trusting and believing in our own abilities or in our own efforts, but we are trusting in the promise of God and in the authority of Jesus Christ given to Him after the resurrection. All authority has been given to Him and He tells us to go. And if He's told us to go and teach and baptize and make disciples, then we can and we will 
if we believe on his authority, then we can do it. God is in control. We can be optimistic. We can be optimistic about the future of Woburn Baptist Church. Not because we're so great. Not because you've got a great preacher, because you don't. I don't. I'm not that great. But we can have confidence in the future of Woburn Baptist Church because of the promises of God and the authority that was given to Him after the resurrection. So what I'm calling us to do is believe in the promise of God. The disciples, they thought they couldn't. And they couldn't. I'm not preaching a message of the little engine that could. I think I can, I think I can, I think. I'm not preaching a message about the power of positive thinking. That is rubbish. What I am saying is we can believe God's promises. Our faith is not just some squishy faith in faith or in ourselves. Our faith is in the promises of God. It is a firm foundation that we can step on. And we will not be let down. Thank you for listening to this message from Woburn Baptist Church. For more information, please visit us at www.wilburnbaptistchurch.org or you can also like us on Facebook.